All right, welcome into the Empty Bottle Sports Podcast. Thanks for listening. I know it's been a while. Uh, we're back with a great college football lineup, and we'll also get into the NFL and the coaching carousel situation as well. Uh, joined by my co-host Danny as well. Woo. Corey is on tonight as well. And then we've got a special VIP guest with us tonight. He's GE's favorite salesman. He's Orca's number one fan. He's our good friend, Jerry. Uh, Jerry, thanks for joining us tonight. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> uh, welcome. We're excited to have you. Uh, we're going to go around in a circle real quick. Uh, Danny, what are you drinking tonight? How have you been? Yeah, yeah. I've been great, man. Great to be back on with everybody. I got some Elysian Space Dust and IPA in front of me. And then uh, I got Jerry uh, conned me into getting some more uh, bourbon. So I got uh, some Old Country bourbon in front of me, too. Very nice. Very nice. Corey, how are you? How you been? And uh, what are you drinking? I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm uh, breaking tradition. I am drinking some, some water. Uh, I've had a Ooh. bit of a rough day due to uh, what I drank last night. So, Very good. Very good. Jerry, I'll throw it to you. Um, what are you drinking? And then just let us know a couple of your favorite sports teams to introduce yourself. I, since I'm driving, I'm drinking Body Armor Light. Uh, no, no alcohol while I'm driving. So just good, good. I am a uh, longtime Chicago sports fan. Uh, obviously, uh, Bears, Blackhawks, Bulls, but I am a Southside Cub fan. There we go. But unusual, but uh, a longtime Cub fan, long-suffering Cub fan, except for a couple of years. But uh, that's my; those are my teams. Awesome. Good to hear. And then I jumped on the Elijah Craig train because Corey was hyping it up. And I have to say, he overhyped it. He just, he just <laughs> oh, overhyped it. He'd been hyping it up for a few weeks now. Yeah, I know. He really was. So uh, sorry, Corey. Uh, but that's what I've got tonight. So let's get right into our, our schedule here. First up, college football championship recap. Georgia beats Alabama 33-18. to uh, Corey, I'll throw this to you. Uh, seeing as your Michigan Wolverines were, are kind of on the up and up, uh, what you think of that game? And do you think the dynasty is over for Alabama? Do you think the rest of the league uh, is finally was, catching up? It was a heck of a game to watch. You know, anytime Alabama doesn't win championship, I'm all for it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just so tired of seeing Nick Saban add another ring. He's going to be out of fingers for rings. I'm, I'm, he's going to have to start getting like toe rings and it's just a problem. And Dynasty, as much as I would love for it to be dead, is surely not dead. He's still going to be raking in these five stars. Hand over fist. They're going to be taking a pay cut when they have to graduate and go to the NFL. And it's it's never going to end. He's probably going to live to be 240. We're all going to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. I hey, wait, yeah. really quick. Who retires first, Saban or Belichick? Corey? Probably, I think Saban. Probably. Okay. I don't know. They, I mean, Saban looks younger than Belichick. I think they're both seventy-five. But anyway, so yeah. Uh, uh, Danny, you watch that game? What What are your thoughts? And um, what are your thoughts on the dynasty? Uh, you know, I didn't get to watch the whole game. I was helping out the sick and needy working, so I only got to see the fourth quarter of it. But uh, that was probably the most fun quarter I ever watched of college football, and uh, it was really fun seeing Bama just not win for once. Even though I really loved Nick Saban, he's an awesome coach, man. I would love to play for him. But I'm not a five-star athlete, so that's not really going to happen. But, I mean, it's he's not Clemson. You know, Alabama's not Clemson. The dynasty's not dead. So they got nothing to worry about. Yeah, I think I, I, think I agree with that. Uh, Jerry, we'll th- throw it over to you. Your thoughts on, on Alabama? Are you a fan? 
you like watching Alabama win, or were you glad to see them lose? Uh, I was actually glad to see them lose. Oh, I'm not an Alabama hater, uh, but I was glad to see Georgia win one. Um, that dynasty is going to go on as long as Nick Saban's there. And I saw in the way too early ESPN rankings for next year that Alabama's won again. So they're not they're not going anywhere. And what it does show is the, the absolute dominance at the top of the SEC over anyone else. So that that's just not going to change as long as uh, as long as Nick Saban is at at uh, at Alabama. And Kirby Smart has really done a great job with with oh, Georgia yeah. as well. And it sounds like he it looks like he's going to continue uh, with uh, with uh, some really good teams coming up with Georgia. So. It looks like SEC the uh, SEC is going to continue to meet, remain dominant as as it looks like in that way too early ESPN top twenty five for next year. LSU is crept crept back up. That Clemson's crept back up, crept back up again. Michigan and Ohio State are in the top six, I think. But Illinois is uh, right behind them. Yeah, Illinois <laughs> is at the bottom. Of hey, don't laugh, Zade. <laughs> well, I, I to Jerry's point, I think he is right. The SEC is way above everybody else. I mean, you could tell by the way they boat raced Michigan, Georgia. Just you watch yourself. <laughs> I did just hear that high. Illinois is looking at hiring a guy named Matt Nagy. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh God! Hired bear coach. It seems seems to be uh, what they're what they're gravitating towards these days. So uh, you know, look for, look for Matt to do what he did uh, at U of I. Absolutely. All right. Real, real quick, around the horn. 2019 LSU Tigers versus 20 what is it 2022 Georgia Bulldogs I don't know what you count them as uh who do you got Danny Dude, I'm as you know as the Joe Burrow fan club I I can't believe that you're asking this question and as this empty bottle sports show is a you know certified Joe Burrow fan club you, you know where my answer is man that 20 2019 LSU team is ridiculous now I will say it would be cool just to see that offense go up against that Georgia defense but I mean I mean Man, I, I just don't see Georgia's offense keeping up with uh, LSU's defense. So I, I think LSU would win that game. Tigers, awesome. I agree. Tigers, Corey, what's your pick? I, you you just asked me to pick who would win when your quarterbacks are Stetson and then Joe Burrow. I'm oh. not even dignifying this with a response, you silly goose. <laughs> I just like to bring up Joe Burrow at any point I can. So. <laughs> it's understandable. So I will. Uh, Jerry, to you. 2019 Bengals or these 2022 Georgia Bulldogs? Oh, no, no. The oh, Tigers. I mean, the Tigers. LSU Tigers. Sorry. I'm just, I'm hyped <laughs> for the game tomorrow. It's in my head, you know. LSU would win that game, I think. Awesome. Agreed. All right. We'll head over to the NFL. Quite a few firings going on right now in the NFL. Vacancies include the Giants, the Broncos, the Dolphins, the Bears, the Vikings, Jaguars. Uh, Raiders, sort of, and then now the Texans as well. Uh, Danny, I'll come to you. What do you think, or were you surprised by any firings? And then what do you think the best job opening is? What's the most, yeah. be the most sought after job? Yeah, the, as a surprise firing was maybe David Coley out of Houston, the tech, you know, Houston Texans. I thought he just got a bad deal because, I mean, Deshaun Watson with that, all the off the field stuff, he kind of left him with nothing down there. Uh, Lovey Smith, defensive coordinator. I mean, he didn't really do anything for him either. And, you know, he finally got a crack as a head coach. I thought he did a pretty good job for what the talent he was given. Um, so I thought he should have been given another year, especially since he had a four year contract. So I thought that was a little premature to fire him especially when he got nothing uh, talent-wise. But, uh, I mean, best job, 
I want to, I want to say the Broncos just because I feel like they're just a quarterback away. I, I still think there's a lot of good talent on that Broncos team. Um, but they just have not been able to figure the quarterback out. And I think that's why Vic Fangio got fired because they just never figured out the quarterback spot. Yeah, that's, yeah, they really are. I don't, I don't really trust Drew Locke as a long, no. as a long-term solution. Uh, Jerry, I'll, I'll come to you with this one. Uh, same question. What, were you surprised by any firings? And then what do you think the best job is, is available now? I was kind of surprised at that Brian Flores firing down in Florida um, oh, yeah. or down being down in Miami until, until you read about what happened down there where he kind of got sideways with uh, apparently very strong will and uh, has that New England Patriot background. You know, Bill Belichick, he's in, he's in control of everything. And uh, he, he got sideways with the owner down there and the GM. So even though he did a really good job coaching that team, who has who had absolutely no talent when he took over, uh, when you are double-crossing your owner and your GM, you know, that was just a situation that they couldn't live with anymore. So uh, I thought that one was a little bit surprising until you kind of read between the lines. Uh I don't know. Best job is they're all miserable jobs. Uh, Denver's probably got the best group of athletes except for quarterback, and you need a quarterback to win in the NFL. So uh, it's super hard to get one. So I, I don't think they're going anywhere until they get a quarterback, and that is uh, that's tough. You know, they're I don't know where they're going to get one. So yeah, I if it wasn't for Michael McCaskey and Ted Phillips, I would say the Bears job is a really good one because I do mm, think Justin yeah. is a good quarterback. And you've got a, you know, it's just so, it's just such a tough spot to be in if you're a Bear fan because those two idiots running the running the team. But it, you know, if you just, if you took them out of the equation, Bears would be a, be a good team. It would be a good thing to get Justin Fields in year two of his deal. And I think he could be a good quarterback with the right coach. Reach. Yeah, I like I like the Bears situation as well. But before I before I answer, I'll, I'll I'll toss it over to Corey for the for the same question. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm not not thrilled for you know the I, I would it would I feel like it'd be hard to get a good coach at probably any of those like to want to jump ship and go to any of those uh, any of those teams. I think maybe. I'm definitely surprised by the Flores firing. If I had to pick one, um, we kind of saw the writing on the wall for I think most of the others. Um, the coach for the Texans was only guaranteed two years of his pay. I've read some things that they were thinking most of the people in the organization expected it to be like one and done kind of thing and just cut him loose. Um, Flores was, I believe, both of these last two years, he was one game out of the playoffs. I know. I've read some things about him butting heads with ownership as well in the front office, but I mean, he, he was given essentially nothing and managed to, you know, cause some waves. So I just, I don't know how with a team that's been so bad for so long, you fire the only coach who's gotten you some success. Um, but best job is probably either Miami or Oakland for me. I would say the Bears because I think Fields has upside as well. Um, and you know, that's an old franchise, pretty storied franchise, but ownership for all of these is really the issue when you look at it. So 10 minutes, VI. Uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. Ownership is like, I, I, yeah, 
it, it's pretty much ownership for a lot of these. Because, I mean, that's where the buck stops, I feel like, on a lot of these these spots. And Bears are a perfect example of that. Yeah, I there's a couple teams on here that I, I particularly like. I actually like, I think the Vikings could be a good, actually a good job. Uh, I mean, if, if, if Ryan Tannehill could get you the one seed in the AFC, I think Kirk Cousins could do the, do you the exact same if you've got a good team. And I like Dalvin Cook. I like, um, uh, Jefferson. I forget his first name. Justin Jefferson. Justin yeah, Jefferson. I do. L- 2019 he's, LSU guy, man. Yeah, he's really good. I'm, yeah, LSU hype train. Here it is. But, uh, <laughs> so I like that. And then I, I think the Raiders also, is an appealing job, but I think if if they win, which they won't, but if they do, it's it's going to be hard to fire that interim head coach, or you know, so he, he'll probably keep his job if they win. So um, those are the two teams that I I think people should be uh, trying to get trying to get those jobs. Um, anyway, Zane, since since we're LSU hype train here, are we staying on the hype train now that Brian Kelly is the head coach there? No, we're, got, we're, we're, just, we're not. We're not LSU hype train. We're just 2019 LSU. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's the singular year of. Well, I know Joe Burrow was there two years, so it's the two years that yeah, yeah. That Joe Burrow was at LSU. We are on okay. that hype train. We have since you know we got we so, got to yeah. look for a new hype train then. Just we do this upcoming. <laughs> we do. <laughs> uh, but we'll we'll head over to the Bears now. We got some things to talk about with the Bears. Uh, they cleaned house. They fired Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. Um, I think it's I think it's a good move, Jerry. I'll let you go first because I know you've been trying to get your piece in on this. Uh, overall thoughts: a year too late, year too early on Nagy and and Pace. What are your thoughts there? Well, I was I was ecstatic to see both of them gone. I think they were they they've proven that they are not capable of. Uh, Matt Nagy proved he couldn't coach, and certainly Ryan Pace who. Um, was given more than a fair chance to show that he could run a team and he failed miserably. So what, what, what's, what started out to be a good thing turned into a complete disaster. I, I listened to the entire press conference and it's, it's clear to me that the main problem with the bears is George McCaskey. I, that, that press conference was the, probably the most embarrassed. I was embarrassed for him. It was so bad. And he came out looking like a complete fool. And so I think, uh, and you know, leaving Ted Phillips in place uh, is another an unbelievable mistake. And the only hope I think I have for them is for them to make a mistake and hire the right guy. So if they if they were left to their own talent level, they would once again hire the wrong GM who would hire the wrong coach. But every once in a while, you know, even the worst, uh, the most incapable person can blunder their way into a good choice. So that's, that's, I think that's the only hope for the Bears right now is that they they can somehow make a mistake and hire the right guy. But that, that press conference was just about the work. He's got to be the, the most tone-deaf person I've ever heard in my life. Or when he got off that call, uh, his mother probably uh, reprimanded him pretty heavily because he <laughs> Is there uh, is is there anybody in particular that you'd like to see the Bears target for head coach? The guy that I've liked for a while is that Lewis Riddick. Riddick from uh, you know, he went to I think he went to Notre Dame, and he's uh, he's you know, everything I've ever heard from him is makes sense to me. And he just, I think he's uh, he's young, he's a young guy. I think he's very talented, um, and I would like to see him be uh, given the chance of the GM role. 
and he's the guy that I've liked for a while. I, I don't, I'm not really well versed on other candidates in the NFL who would who could come in and, and run the Bears, um, but I, I do like Lewis Riddick a lot, and I think he would be. I think he, based on everything I know about him and everything I've ever heard from him, I think he'd be. A, he just makes sense to me, and I think that the Bears need a guy that makes sense. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree, Danny. I'll let you I'll let you get in here uh, uh, on the Bears news. Um, what do you think about what do you think about the two moves, and then uh, just you know bouncing off of, of what Jerry said? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, Jerry hit the you know head of the nail there. I mean, yeah, Nagy had to go definitely, but uh, you know George McCaskey still had to be convinced about Ryan Pace. He he thought about keeping him and actually extending him or moving up to the president, and he had to get convinced out of it by Bill Polian to say no, that, you know, you would get no good coach if you extended pace out of that. So he had to be convinced to do that. He also had to be convinced by Ted Phillips himself to be moved out of the president of football operations. Like Ted Phillips, the accountant, had to convince George that he was not right for the football side of it. And the fact that George couldn't see these things himself is just ridiculous. And it's actually not surprising, which is sad. And the press conference, I mean, not only was it embarrassing, but it was pathetic afterwards i just i felt bad and i just could not believe that there was just that ineptitude that came out of him during that press conference attacking olin Krutz the way he did you know hall of fame future hall of famer that was with the bears all this time and then you know saying that he's not a football fan or he is only a football fan he doesn't really have any football knowledge yet he's going to be the one along with ted phillips and two other non-football people and Bill Pullian to lead the search for another head coach and for another GM. Um, and the fact that they might hire, they said they might hire a coach before the GM. I mean, it just doesn't seem like there's a plan. They're, they're just hoping something sticks and they just hope they find gold. Like Jerry is saying, you know, you know, even a blind squirrel can find a, you know, a, a, a nut or any, whatever, but it's like, you're just hoping on luck. You just know that they're just not going to get this right. The only football guy looking for this GM and coach right now is Bill, Bill Polian, and he's only on like a six week deal. So, I mean, he doesn't really care if he gets <laughs> a, right a 10 day contract. Or what, yeah, what so it's Bill like, Polian? what's up? Like, he doesn't really have any skin in the game. So, I mean, you're just kind of hoping that they just strike gold. Now, George McCaskey, he's not going to be a meddling owner, and, you know, this GM's not going to have to answer to Ted Phillips anymore. So, I guess that's good. But you just got to hope that they get this hire right, because if they don't, then we're going to be back here in five years after the GM fires the first head coach and then gets a chance at another head coach after that. So, I mean, I just, I just hope if we're the not. Bears in... were really, if the Bears were like a, if the Bears were like a, a, a car company or auto company and you look at their board of directors, they would be out of business in five years. Yeah. With Paul McCaskies and, you know, something, you know, Virginia must've passed on a defective gene of some kind because every McCaskey that touches the Bears, it, it follows it up. So Michael was a complete disaster, and and then he turns it over to Ted Phillips for a couple of years, and then they, then it gets turned over to George. There must not be any competent McCaskey in that entire family. Not only competency, there's just no accountability. They just don't accept the fact that you know failure is not an option. They they're okay with it as long as you know the checks keep coming in from the NFL for the TV money, and as long as their checkbook looks good. I mean doesn't really matter to them hopefully according to george he's accountable to ownership which is him and his mother yeah yeah some <laughs> yeah, some accountability there you know he it 
it was amazing some of the things that he was saying I, I, when they asked him about you know his in his 11 years they've had two winning seasons I think or two playoffs I can't remember exactly what it was and you know why what they asked him why he should stay in as the general you know managing partner and he said well he's accountable to ownership well he's the he's the chairman of the board so he's asking why he's asking himself why he should stay so I know He's just not a, a very bright guy. And that answer was probably the dumbest one of the entire press conference. Yeah, hopefully hopefully we can get the Bears with some, you know, competent leadership in the building. Corey, I, I'll let you I'll let you get in here as well. I know you're a diehard Bears fan, so who, who would you like <laughs> to see them maybe get a as as a head coach so we can we can get this ship going in the right direction? Yeah, you know, from the outside looking in, um, a lot, a lot needs to be done. Um, it, I don't pretend to know a lot about the, uh, you know, the, the stuff that goes on in Chicago that you guys have been talking about, like the McCaskey family and all of that. I have obviously heard that they're a bit of a disaster and I'm, I, I'm aware that the Bears have had a lot of success recently and that they, uh, are likely definitely to blame. Um, to turn it around, at least as far as coaching goes, you know, I've seen the rumors that they are look. They were at one point, or you know, someone said. I guess I don't know if they were really interested. But in Harbaugh, um, please, first of all, don't take him from us. We are finally halfway decent <laughs> again, and that's been pretty nice. I haven't seen that in a long time. Um, but I honestly, I think he would be a great hire. He's already had success in the NFL, um, and with Kaepernick at quarterback, who I mean, physically similar-ish to a Fields, although I think Fields is honestly a lot more talented um anybody that goes in there at least you know that they've got a quarterback with a lot of upside i think um but i think i think he would be a good hire um who's the assistant coach that everyone wants to steal from kansas city um eric the enemy the enemy yeah i can never say that name i think that would be a great great pickup for anybody essentially so that would be a good option um Probably those two guys, and after that, you're probably going to be looking at some more obscure names that they just decide to take a swing on, which, you know, you're saying you sometimes make a mistake and, and hire the right guy, so maybe that's what they need to do, find somebody no one's ever heard of and see what happens. But No, that was that was Joe Judge, and look how that turned out. So, um, <laughs> that's yeah, the, <laughs> the Bears better not do that. Thank you very much. Let's not get into the mistakes of the Giants because there's a laundry <laughs> yeah, list. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll kind of wind it down here, running out of time. Um, but I will throw it back to Jerry real quick. What, what do you think we need to target in the draft? Where do, where do you see the weaknesses on the field for the Bears? Uh, wh- where would you like to see them go this year? They don't have a number one pick, obviously, because, uh, I mean, I finally, Ryan Pace traded, made, made a trade to get the right guy, hopefully, instead of trading up one spot. Uh, for a guy that was the worst of the three quarterbacks, like he did with Mitch Trubisky. So they have a number two. Uh, he I, he only has, I think, four picks uh, this next year. And so uh, the Bears do anyway, not Ryan Pace, since he's gone now. But, you know, they, they do have, uh, even though there are two offensive linemen that they drafted, never really got a chance to play. Uh, they they do I do have a, good, a feeling that Larry Borum can play right tackle and Tevin Jenkins can come back and play left tackle. So I I kind of wouldn't go the 
offensive line route because they, they have James Daniels still and they have uh, uh, Cody Whitehair and I think they just got to get So maybe they can get one of those to go wide receiver or cornerback because they're really weak at both spots there. So that's, yeah, that, I that's what have. I had in mind as well. Wide receiver, give, get him a three-headed monster, kind of like the Bengals have right now. Uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and, and Tyler Boyd. Uh, Danny, your thoughts on, on who the Bears should target in this year's draft? Uh, I think they need secondary help, uh, you know, cornerback to go opposite Jalen Johnson. And I think they should probably try to draft, you know, try to get a number top end wide receiver. There's a lot of wide receivers, especially in today's college offenses. A lot of wide receivers are able to be developed. But I think, you know, that offensive line, you just sign the top free agent left tackle out there. Um, You can build around Darnell Moody. He's not your one top wide receiver, but he's a really good rotational piece. David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, great pieces to build around in the running back room. And then you got Roquan Smith and uh, your edge rushers with Khalil Mack and um, oh gosh, uh, who just broke the record this year for sacks? Um, who's who's crap like here? Anyway, um, yeah, you have a good defensive line, maybe defensive tackle. You get somebody else in the draft, but I feel like you know what the ineptitude coaching um, kind of. Made us think that this Bears team was a little bit farther away. Next year, I could see them in the wild card weekend. Though. Absolutely, uh, let's hope so. Robert Corey, Quinn. Quick... That was his name. Sorry. Yeah, Quinn. Yeah, the guy that got from uh, Dallas, I think. Right. Yeah, last year he was crap, but this year he broke the sacks record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but Corey, your quick thoughts on on what you'd like to see the Browns do in the draft? Where do you think they need help? Yeah. Um, well, it's part of that's going to depend. Um, so I will say right now, as the team stands going forward, assuming we don't lose to free agency, um, <clears throat> wide receivers, first and foremost, I don't care what picks you got to trade for or whatever. I think they have a 13th and then something in the second round or third round, but wide receivers, best one off the board right away. Just take, take the best wide receiver at every draft pick until we get one that's good. <laughs> um, beyond that, uh, a kicker should be, Absolutely paramount. We need a kicker. I hey, what's wrong with Chase McLaughlin, our Illinois guy? He is dirt. He is booty cheeks. <laughs> he made me so mad. <laughs> if I could have got a hold of him, he'd have never kicked with that leg again. Um, he made me so angry, along with every other kicker the Browns have had since Phil Dawson. But um, a kicker would be the next thing. And then this is what I was worried about with free agency is Jadavian Clown. They need to re-sign him. And if they're not going to, now we need another lineman. Uh, I wouldn't be mad at all to see my boy from Michigan, Ojabo, go there. There's zero percent chance that Hutch is going to fall far enough in the draft. Um, so he would be a great pickup if we were going to some for some godforsaken reason not resign Clowney. Um, but beyond beyond that, say we keep Clowney inside him. Like I said, wide receivers and kicker. Very good. Yep. Well. We shall see with the Browns. I know they've. I, I I'm not sure if I'm sold on Stefanski or or Mayfield. Maybe they look for a quarterback, probably first round pick. That seems likely. Um, but <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter what you do because you're going to run into those Bengals every year. Although they beat them twice, I don't don't even get me started on how the Browns beat the Bengals twice. Yeah, say, I believe we planted a flag over in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's just, I can't yeah. even. I'm about to throw up over here, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, but anyway, we're going to get that um, this episode wrapped up. 
Thanks, everybody, for hopping on. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will see you guys uh, next week.